It is always said that good communication maintains a healthy and loving relationship. That is undoubtedly true. What has been humanity's challenge in the past thousands of years is the lack of a clear foundation of good communication. We have learned to communicate since we were small children. And this we have learned by using words. But we see that every day, although words are used routinely, there is still so much noise, conflict and confusion. So it is obvious that words fail. We also often see that when one cannot express oneself because of lack of words, one can start hitting or yelling. The energy that has to flow by making itself known does not get the chance, for a short or longer period of time, to utter itself and when that energy cannot flow, it will look for other ways to express itself and this in such a way that it will ensure that it does not can be ignored. And that can be positive or negative, depending on the energetic nature of the person in question. We also see this happening at protest demonstrations. Although protest demonstrations can also have hidden agendas, they are nevertheless the result of a protracted, and frustrating, issue that kept getting unheeded. The same is true from person to person. In a love relationship or parent-child relationship, things will often escalate when one or both parties feel unheard. Adultery, lies, deceit, hatred and feelings of blame are among of the many consequences that can lead to destruction or self-destruction. It is therefore constructive to focus on the fact that words are only a limited means of expression of an invisible energy, divided in the form of known and unknown emotions and other vibrations that are still a mystery to us. Words are only tools of making that which is invisible for us and others, as visible as possible. Only in this way can we function as a society because we all have our own way of expression. Our different desires must be clear to each other to some extent so that in the absence of confusion and miscommunication messages do not get mixed up. It is required for harmony and peaceful circumstances. Agreements are therefore an important part of any strong society. And well-honored agreements show that there is mutual understanding and respect. So, good communication must be able to bring about mutual understanding that manifests itself in the mutual expression. Words are not enough, loved ones passing away. When we want to support those who have been left behind by a loved one through passing away, we often use words such as condolences or be strong. But we do know that these words are only encouraging, not healing. Even the pastor who reads words of encouragement from scriptures during the funeral service knows that the energy of suffering at that moment cannot be transformed. Of course, the suffering person can experience some relief, but the real affected pain cannot be eliminated 100% once and for all at that moment. The person that grieves can appreciate it, but only time in combination with certain inner conscious and unconscious processes will gradually make the pain fade away. Explaining what one has seen with one's own eyes. For example, if you have been to a place where you have witnessed the sunset, is describing it to someone else a challenging task? You can tell how you have seen enormous trees, with beautiful birds flying over them, with clouds in the background. The sounds of the animals waking up at that moment, and everything that came with it. But what you have seen with your eyes you still cannot show others 100%. That image and the experience is difficult to transfer to the other through words. The other person can only form an image out of your explanation but still does not know exactly what you have seen and experienced. The person should experience it, and even then the experience might be different for that person. The image and the experience are thus much larger than words can reach. Explaining what one has seen in one's own mind. When you have had a dream, you often cannot explain it to yourself. Especially when it was so intense that there was a strong sense about it. You have seen certain images and sometimes it can just be your subconscious processing an intense movie you watched before going to bed. 
But when that is not the case, we can become curious about what we have seen in our dreams. And if we can't explain that to ourselves, how can we explain it to someone else? At most we can say that the feeling was good or bad. But why or where that feeling came from, or what it could mean is often a mystery to us. And right within this spectrum of not being able to know what this information of emotions and feelings means, we can find that our communication of words falls short. It is clear that words are not enough. And it tells us that the world of energy that flows continuously through us is so indescribably intense and limitless, that for thousands of years we as humanity have unconsciously overlooked that our way of communication has been holding us back all along. We are so captivated by words that if someone doesn't quite speak our language we are able to laugh at them. But if this same person were to cry or laugh, we would immediately know what was going on, without the need for words. When we are crying or laughing, it's not even about words anymore, but about the type of energy that is easily recognizable. And yet we also expect others to explain their inner world of thoughts and emotions to us, which is often indescribable with words, with text and explanation, in also correctly formulated sentences, while we cannot do it ourselves. How often do we do, think, or say something that we don't believe in or understand why we are doing it or have done it. Verbal communication is therefore a low form of communication. Because our ideas and emotions can be experienced 100%, but probably only 30% can be translated with words. Actions speak louder, but that is not always the case because intentions often cannot be explained. Evolution, true communication expresses freedom and love. We as humanity still have a very long way to go. We should pay a lot of attention to our inner world so that we know better who we ourselves are within the creation of life. Also where we stand in life and how we treat ourselves and each other. We use the word love but are we really a loving kind? We use the word freedom but are we free and do we allow others to be free? We could admit that if we have so much to process for ourselves, we are respectfully obligated to allow others to explore their journey in peace. Surely we cannot demand an explanation from others regarding their thoughts and actions, when we ourselves have no clear explanations of our actions. We should respect and trust that this powerful, limitless and mysterious universal energy that flows through all of us knows what it's doing. Letting each other live in peace is therefore one of the paths that lead to harmonious togetherness. Words are also not enough for this article and more will follow. But for now it is important to realize that we can evolve our communication more in what we feel. What do you feel? Don't go against yourself, because you are in communication with yourself or something. Listen to it. When it is an energy of conflict or destruction you know that that is not the way to go. When it is an energy of reconciliation, helpfulness, respect for other people's feelings and thought, no matter how disagreeing you may be, you have to respond to it. You cannot explain the world of spiritual energy for the most part in words, but you can feel it. You can learn how to live in harmony with it and make it work for you by experiencing it. Therefore do not judge something that you do not know about yourself or another, but do give it the required, liberating attention. So recognize, acknowledge and trust what your truth is. But that means that you have to listen to yourself and that means, feel your feeling. Spirit Writer